Welcome to the Cal Club Region SCCA Championship races here at Button Willow Raceway Park on this 27th of June 2020. I'm Brian Belansky, getting ready for race five here, our final race of the day. This is our Miata group, uh, all spec Miatas. Our final race of the day, our cars are on the course. All right, race group five getting underway here. Here is our full field rundown. Uh, in the fourth row on the outside, uh, starting is Gabe Estrada Jr. Uh, he's from Carlsbad, California. Your inside of row four is uh, Nathan Ballard in car number 73 from San Rafael. They're all Mazda Miatas. Car number six, uh, car number 99, Bill Nelson is on the outside of row three. He is from Walnut. From Bonita, California, David Varco in the 98 car. He's on the inside of row three. Row two on the outside is Juan Graziosi uh, from San Jose, California. Encino's Evan Jacobs is on the inside of row two in car number 35. Your front row on the outside, Ryan Gutiel from uh, Madera. And, on, and your pole sitter from Lancaster, California, driving car number 37 is Jeremy Rudder. All right, the lights are out on the pace car. Chuck Phillips is our starter for this race. Once the uh, field of eight comes through the final corner, heading towards the start sign, he will determine whether or not he likes the lineup, and that will determine whether or not we get a green flag today. 25-minute races, time-sensitive, time-certain uh, races. We've been getting in about 12 laps, depending on the speed of the field here. Um, so... We will see, I'm guessing, right around 12 laps is what we've been able to accomplish in these 25-minute sessions. Our pace car is in pit lane. The field is coming onto the main straightaway. These are all spec cars, which means they're basically prepared to the exact same uh, specification. The green flag is out. Uh, this is also often usually our, one of our most uh, fun races to watch because the cars are so evenly matched. We're three wide right now, going into turn one, or the first corner. Uh, they got a little smarter and went to two wide. All of them negotiated for corner one pretty nicely. Now we're seeing them go through the back part, uh, the off-ramp area of the racetrack. Still no dust. That's a good sign. Uh, that's the race announcer's trick for everyone made it through without any problems. Uh, plenty of dusty runoff here, so when someone does go off, it's I just snap my head around and see what I'm supposed to be seeing. Uh, but that's basically how it works here at Button Willow. Uh, the, the good of the Button Willow is there's lots of room to make a mistake. Uh, the bad of the Button Willow is when you do make a mistake, it, it, it stirs up the dust and that gets on the racetrack, and that can make things a bit, a bit slippery. Uh, a big lead already put together here between first and second. Uh, we're looking at, I'm going to say, maybe 15, 20 car lengths. Uh, we have a little dust at the turn 11 area. We'll find out who put a wheel off there in just a minute. Uh, so basically what happened is, so with the spec Miata cars, uh, what, what's really, really important is not losing the draft. So um, they're all momentum cars. The draft is really important. If you lose the draft, it's really hard to catch the car in front of you. So what happened going into the first corner is three or four cars got to be side by side. The leader was not amongst all of that. They had to slow down to negotiate the first corner. That gave the leader a chance to break open a lead. So one of two things can happen here. 
obviously we're on the first lap, so there's a lot of time. Those cars that allowed that leader to get a big lead now need to get together in a train and work together to catch back up because if they don't, that leader will walk away to never be seen again. So we'll see what happens. And here's the lead. I'll tell you right now, your first Jeremy Rudder is your leader at this point in time. Two and a half seconds back is the next group. So there's a two and a half second gap between first and second, uh, which in a spec Miata can become an eternity very, very quickly. Uh, so first, second, uh, second, third, and fourth of Ryan Gutiel, Evan Jacobs, and Juan Graziosi are going to have to work together in order to catch Rudder. If they don't, he can slowly step away, and before you know it, he'll have a five, six-second lead, and you will not be able to catch him. So they have to be really smart here, the cars in second, third, and fourth. Uh, if they work together, they can catch that first-place car. Um, but, wow, that's even a bigger gap now than it was last time by. Uh, they are really going to have to work together now. Uh, this race could be over really in the second lap. Uh, it's crazy. This is very uncommon for a spec racer race, uh, but we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, the car that went off in the first uh, lap in the turn 10-11 complex, uh, that's Bill Nelson in the 99 car, uh, but he was able to get back on the uh, track and continue on. So... Want to let all the people in our track event, our time trial group, know that they can start making their way to the grid now. Uh, they are our final group of the day. I'll talk a little bit more about the time trial group in just a minute. Uh, it's an opportunity for people to come on out and get on the track with their streetcars and see if this is something they might want to do a little bit more of. Um, but we'll, get a, we'll talk about that in just a minute here. I want to see what the gap is here as our leader comes across. Uh, again, it was two and a half seconds after the first lap. Rudder, Jeremy Rudder is crossing. Jeremy Rudder is still your race leader. He has now widened his gap to 5.2 seconds. That is like tomorrow, really, honestly. Uh, a little wider gap, and it's possible he can hold off even that train coming behind him. Uh, second, third, and fourth are still really close together, uh, but they really need to get their stuff together. Because uh, if they don't, uh, Jeremy Rudder is just going to drive away from this field here. Uh, the 08 car, although I don't see a 08 car, so I'm going to guess maybe it was the 09 car uh, that went off in turn number four, I'm um, hearing, or maybe even the 98 car. It's tough to tell. Sometimes it's hard because there's a long distance between corner stations. Uh, sometimes it's hard to see as a corner worker the car numbers, especially. Not every car number is on the car to, you know, bright and easy to be seen. So, uh, but we did have a car go off around turn uh, corner four um, this last lap. All right, we're driving configuration 14 clockwise. I say 14 clockwise for the uninitiative, uninitiated. Uh, we have an, an excess of 20 possible track configurations here at Buttonwillow. Most of them can be run both clockwise and counterclockwise. Uh, which basically gives an, uh, an amazing opportunity because you can come here 10 times and you're never going to race the same track. Uh, a lot of fun for the drivers. Uh, and, and in this particular case, because we're running the clockwise configuration, 
Uh, the corner stations are numbered backwards. Uh, I'll try to keep it straight for you and make it not confusing, uh, even though that's sometimes quite difficult, even for me. Uh, but anyway, here comes your leader, Jeremy Rudder, completing his third race lap. We'll see what kind of a lead he's been able to go. See, here's the problem right now. The gap between first and second has now 6.3 seconds. The gap between second and third is 3.1 seconds. The gap between third and fourth is now, oh, second and th third and fourth is still pretty close. Because the second, third, and fourth place cars did not work together, there's a very good chance that the second place car will not be able to catch your leader, Jeremy Rudder. And we're just three, minute, three laps into this race. We're six, uh, six and a half, seven minutes now into, the, into a 25 minute race. And because those drivers didn't work together, uh, this race could be pretty much in the books. That said, Jeremy Redder still has to get to the checkered flag um, without having any kind of mechanical problems, without getting overconfident and driving off the racetrack. Uh, lots of things can happen, which is why we always race to the checkered flag. Uh, but this is one of those classes where, um, you know, really, really working together is so, so important. And it appears that they didn't make the decision to do that. And now we are in a situation where uh, your race leader may have an easy drive to the checkered flag here. We'll keep an eye on it as we get going here. So we're eight minutes into a 25-minute race. I'll give you the full field rundown here when we get to the halfway point. Um but that's what we got going. So I was just talking earlier about our track uh, event. We call it track event time trial. Um, that's an opportunity for people who don't have a race car, don't have a racing license, to come out with their street cars and get on the racetrack. It's a very uh, controlled event where the passing is limited to specific areas, and um, and we keep. It's a very controlled event where the uh, the cars are only able to pass in certain areas. We keep a very close eye on, on people. If you go off the track once, you end up having to come in and talk with the stewards. Uh, but it's really a chance just for people to try it out. Everyone has to wear a helmet, uh, but we try to limit the danger as much as possible but give people a chance on the racetrack. It's a great opportunity to find out if this is a sport you might want to pursue a little bit further. Uh, we have the track time trial events uh, on most of our events here at Button Willow, and uh, it's just a really nice opportunity for people to get out there. So uh, you can find out more information about those events by going to kcal.com. Uh, kcal, goodness gracious, I used to work at kcal. Calclub.com. That's the second time I've made that mistake. Also want to remind people that the folks from Cali Photography are here this weekend. If you want to go check out your race car uh, and pictures of your race car on the track, you can go down to the cafe and uh, they've got the monitors up there, and you can see really awesome photography. Uh, these, uh, these guys and gals really know what they're doing. So we did get a clarification. That car that went off on the first lap at, uh, at the fourth corner um, uh, at turn four was the 09 car of Juan Graziosa. And uh, that, uh, so like I said, it's hard to see those numbers sometimes. Coming up on 10 minutes in, 15 to go. Uh, Jerry Rudder is still your race leader. We're trying to keep an eye on those gaps to see if anybody is going to be able to close it up here a little bit. Um, 
But at this point in time, uh, I don't know. I hate this. I, I don't want to be the, the announcer's jinx where we say, oh, it's going to be easy, and then something funky-dunky happens. Uh, but uh, that, that can happen here. Here comes your race leader. That's the 37 car of Jeremy Rutter. Your second-place car, now 7.7 back. Seven, point sec seven seconds now the lead. And then your third-place car has dropped back another almost six seconds. And then another six seconds back to your fourth-place car. Oh, my. Uh, that's not how the teamwork's going to work, unfortunately. Uh, we just heard that car number 16, uh, Ryan Gutiel, uh, he's pulled off around turn six with a mechanical problem. Uh, so he his day looks to be done unless he can get it figured out and get it back going. Um, this is one of those situations where unless you can fix it yourself as a driver, you're stuck out there. We'll take an opportunity here also to tell you, if you want to get more involved than just watching, you can become a volunteer. We love the help. Lots of different areas, both trackside. Uh, if you want to get really close to the cars, if you want to stay in a safer zone, you can go work in our tech uh, shed with our scrutineers uh, and really learn about the actual technical components of the car. That's a fascinating area. I love hanging out with the tech people. Uh, if you want to be in the air conditioning, you can come up and work timing and scoring. And, heck, I'm always looking for help in the announce booth if you want to be an announcer. Find me. I'd love to have some help up here. Uh, uh, but a lot of people think the most fun out there is working corners. Those are our angels in white. They're out there to keep the drivers safe if there's an incident. They're the first responders on the racetrack. They also wave the flags to communicate information to those drivers. And then they have radios or, or headsets to talk back to control and let us know what's going on. That's a lot of times how I get my information about who went off and where they went off. We're at halfway here. Jeremy Rudder is your race leader at the halfway point, followed by Evan Jacobs and David Varco. They will be your podium uh, if nothing changes here in the last half of this race. But again, probably have another uh, six laps to go, so anything's possible. Your fourth-place car, Juan Graziosi. Gabe Estrada Jr. has worked his way up to fifth. He started in our last row. Nathan Ballard is six. Ryan Gutiel and Bill Nelson, uh, they've both, um, they're at the uh, back of the pack in seventh and eighth. So six, uh, five races today here at Button Willow on Saturday. We'll do five races tomorrow. So more action tomorrow out here at the racetrack. There is, uh, and we're doing it, uh, <laughs> we're helping out the heat with the drivers. So, uh, the folks who are driving right now in the heat of the day are as hot as we're going to get. Um, right now at the racetrack, we're at 97 degrees outside. Uh, so Group 5 drivers, they're going to get to go out early tomorrow and uh, be our early drivers so they don't have to deal with all this heat. And then the drivers who drove in the cooler part of the day today in Group 1, they're going to be our last drivers today. Uh, so that may also be why this is such a small spec Miata field. Uh, we might get a whole bunch of little Miatas coming to the racetrack tonight or tomorrow morning uh, with the idea that they can drive in the cooler weather tomorrow. Uh, would not be surprised to see this field double for tomorrow's races. All right, 10 minutes to go here. 
We've completed seven laps. Our running order has stayed pretty consistent throughout uh, throughout the, the day here. This is one of our most, oh, wow. We're just talking about the track day uh, that we do, the track event. I just looked over at our grid, and I'm seeing 15 cars lined up to go out for the track day, um, which is a ton of fun. So lots of people coming out. You do have to pay to do it. I don't remember exactly what the dollar figure is, but it's fairly reasonable. Um, but you get to go out uh, two sessions today, and if you come out for both days, you get to do two sessions tomorrow. Uh, anyway, uh, we've had our Miatas out there. This is a very, very popular class. Often uh, we have fields in excess of 20 and coming up to 30 cars. Um, and the reason it's such a popular class is because as a spec class, uh, if, you, if you do everything that the rules allow you to do, all these cars end up being pretty much identical. Uh, there's very limited changes you can make to the motor uh, and to the, uh, to the heads, uh, and it's all within a very, uh, a very contained spec. Uh, they all run the identical same tire. Uh, the roll cages are all identical uh, so that the weight of the roll cages are the same. Uh, they're limited by the type of wheels they can use because you don't want to have a weight advantage by running very low-weight low wheels. The transmissions are all the same. Uh, there is a spec suspension that you buy to put on the car. It gives you the shocks, uh, the springs, uh, the, um, the, uh, the anti-roll bars, uh, all of the bushings, all of those types of things. Uh, the brakes are identical as well as the brake pads, the competition pads they let you use. So um, really, you know, everyone prepares their car themselves or they go to a prep shop to do it. Uh, but no matter where you go around the country, when the spec Miatas show up, you're pretty confident that the cars you're racing against are going to be equal, which means it's a driver's class. Which driver is better? That's who wins the day is which driver is better. So um, that makes us an extremely popular class. And the same goes for our, our spec racer Ford class, another really popular class, uh, because those cars uh, are exactly identical. Uh, they have sealed motors. You can't change anything in the motor. Sealed trans transmissions. They all run the same tires, uh, the same chassis, the same bodywork, um, and you know it really ends up being best driver wins. So uh, those two classes, some of our most popular, um, and they're spec classes. Um, and the other nice thing about them is that you know once you get the car, as long as it's in good condition, um, and you get it built up to the to the spec. Um, you can run them for a long time, and the ongoing maintenance is is pretty reasonable as far as racing goes. There's nothing cheap about racing, uh, but once you get that car, um, you can race for several race weekends um, for without doing a whole lot to your car. Uh, I remember when my family ran the Spec Racer Ford. You know, we would run 15, 20 weekends before we had our motor refreshed, um, and that's the type of thing you can do with a sealed motor like that. So. Uh, that's what makes these classes so popular, is that once you get into them, uh, you can continue to race as affordable as any racing goes. Um, and it's just a ton of fun. And the camaraderie among these classes is fantastic. You know, these drivers race together every weekend. They know each other. Uh, they become friends off the track. They want to beat the heck out of each other on the track. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you pop a beverage, you, know, you do a little bench racing, um, and that's what uh, 
that's what's so special about what we do here uh, in the Sports Car Club of America. So, all right, we are at uh, six minutes to go in our final race of the uh, morning. Oh, we've actually crossed over into the afternoon. Uh, final race of the day. We've got uh, just over t uh, five minutes to go in this race. Uh, coming up on the five-minute mark. We're still with the same running order right now. Jeremy Rudder has extended his lead now to 14 seconds. So as I told you earlier, it's one of those situations where if you don't, uh, if you don't pay attention to keeping that work together with this particular class, if you don't work that draft together, you know, it's very easy for a car just to drive away, and that's what the 37 car has done, Jeremy Rudder, uh, with a, almost a 15-second lead here. And I got to tell you, that's really unheard of in Spec Miata because they're really good at understanding that we got to work together, and they just don't let that happen. Sometimes you'll get a gap of cars who will make that kind of thing. But to have one car drive away like this is uh, is really pretty remarkable. And you got my hats off uh, to the 37 car, uh, Jeremy Rudder. Uh, you know, really played it smart at the front on the first lap. And that smart decision to get out there and not mix it up is what gave him the opportunity to put this lead together. Uh, and he should have, unless something funky happens, uh, he should have smooth sailing here right to the finish. Evan Jacobs continues to circulate in second place. He's now 17.7 seconds back. Uh, your third place car is now 27 seconds behind the leader. That's David Varco. Juan Graziosi is your fourth place car. Uh, he is another seven seconds back from fourth place. Uh, Gabe Estrada is in fifth. Nathan Ballard is in sixth. And Bill Nelson is in seventh. He's two laps down. And then uh, Ryan Gutiel in the 16 car, uh, he is done for the day. He's had a mechanical problem. Just getting word that Gabe Estrada has had a little off-course excursion at uh, corner six. That's uh, That car was off and on and continued, so they're going to – Keep a look at that car as we keep going forward here. That's the white Mazda that just crossed the start-finish line. They're, they're all Mazdas, so that's the white car that just crossed the start-finish line. We're coming up on three minutes to go here, so we'll keep a, a close look at that. We're hearing next time by will be one to go here on our final race of the morning. We still have one more session on track. Uh, if you're on the track event group, you should be at the grid at this point in time or hustling your way over because uh, we're going to get this track event going right away after this final checkered flag here um, so that we can get the workers in and off the track. We're hoping that we can get in before we hit the triple-digit market here on the thermometer. Uh, but, oh, I don't think it's going to happen. We're at 99 degrees right now, which also is making for a very hot racetrack. Um, Got to give a big hats off to our corner workers and our grid people and our tech people. Those are the folks that spend most of the time outside uh, making all this happen. Uh, they, are, they are really our heroes today. Hopefully they are hydrating, hydrating, hydrating. So 
All right, our leaders are coming through the uh, back half of the sex of the track on the second to last lap. Once they come onto the start straight, we'll see the white flag, and uh, we'll have one final race lap to go here as we wrap up our racing here at Button Willow Raceway Park. This is the SCCA Cal Club Championships uh, here. Our first race back after our, our coronavirus shutdowns. And uh, it's, uh, it's good to be back at the racetrack. We're on our final lap here. Jeremy Rudder is cruising to victory. Uh, this will probably, <laughs> I don't want to jinx it, if he, uh, he's 22 seconds ahead right now. If he holds this lead, uh, I'm pretty certain that w if I were to ask him, this will probably be one of the easiest race victories he's ever had. Um, very an unusual way that this race has played out. Um, but anyway, the 37 car, Jeremy Rudder, he is from Lancaster, California. All right, we are waiting. We are waiting for our leaders to come around for the final time. The white flag is out. Jeremy Rudder is your leader at this point in time. He had a 22-second lead last time by. <coughs> we are waiting to see him come by. All right, our leader's coming towards the checkered flag. This is the final checkered flag of the day. Jeremy Rudder is going to win your Spec Miata race. Uh, I will give you the gap between first and second. Uh, but it, it is pretty significant here. All right. I'm going to give you your full field rundown here at the end of our race here in Spec Me Out, our final race of the day. Your race winner was Jeremy Rudder with a 25-second victory, which is, like I said, really unheard of in Spec, uh, Spec Miata. Your second-place car, Evan Jacobs. Third place was David Varco. Juan Graziosi is in fourth, finished fourth. Daniel Ballard finished fifth. Gabe Estrada will finish sixth. Bill Nelson will be your seventh-place finisher. And in eighth place, uh, who not running at the end, actually Bill Nelson and Ryan Gutiel both, not running at the end. So um, that's your full-field rundown at the end of our final race of the day here at uh, Button Willow Raceway Park. These are the Cal, Cal, uh, Cal Club Championship races for the SCCA. Again, congratulations to Jeremy Rudder, your race winner in Spec Miata.